You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. The Band Flip Podcast. Alright, welcome back to the Van Flip. Uh, I am sitting here with Skylar and Matt of He Is Legend. Hello. Hi. Hey, what's up guys? How are you doing? We're good. Good. We're good. Thanks for yeah. the hospitality. Oh, you're more than welcome. You're more <laughs> than welcome. You guys are currently on tour with Memphis May Fire. It just ended. Okay. Yeah, it just ended. But you're headlining tonight here mm-hmm. in town. Yes, yes, at uh, uh, Nighthawks. Night, Nighthawks. Nighthawks, mm-hmm. which is a pretty dope-looking little place. I don't know, I'm sure you've been there. Yeah, I've been there once or twice. Our friends in Weed Eater and ASG, they're from our hometown. They just played here, I guess, a couple yeah, they're nights here ago. Week. Did you see the show? No, I did not. You did not? No. <laughs> Imagine that. I'm guilty of that. Um. Yeah, I, I like the club. I mean, we obviously haven't played anything yet, but I'm, I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm sure it'll get rocking real quick. Mm-hmm. How you feel, man? I feel great. Yeah, hey, right. you're good. To be here. I'm stoked about it. Dope, dope, dope. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys, the last album you had out was Few. So, I feel like when you guys first kicked on the scene way back in the day, He Is Legend was more of. Um, not necessarily a post-hardcore band, metalcore band. Uh, yeah. People call it both, yeah. But you kind of matured into mm-hmm. what you released recently. And um, my biggest question was, there was a giant switch from, <clears throat> I feel like, uh, the I Am Hollywood album to the Suck Out the Poison album. I feel like it was a more southern feel to it. I was yep. curious as to what made made that that progression happen i think that's just inherently what we we do uh we've been playing me and adam and skylar have been playing together for years and years even back to high school so every few months we would just kind of change sounds and write new sets and before we started recording albums so i think it was just a natural like well we did that now we want to do something different and that's what came out of the writing process with Adam writing on that stuff. If I remember correctly, I think we had been on the road for like a, three a while. year, like three years, maybe two and a half years, and we went straight from a life of just road dogging, drinking, smoking, <laughs> partying. Not that we don't do that now, but back then it was two years of of not, you know like getting it wet on your lips, you know, like right there. Yeah. So we before were, I'm Hollywood, we had never really toured the country and we were just kind of doing what we thought yeah. we was cool heads. to us at the time. And then, yeah, know. we came right out of that and then wrote a record that has more grit than any of our other records. It's more lo-fi. It's like, 
They're probably a little bit more angry. A little angry. Everything. But, but a lot. It's it's not my favorite record. By, oh no. By a damn sight. But, really. But no. It's really. Not, it's not. I, a lot of people say it is their favorite record, but it. But it. W- I wouldn't consider it mine. But I get why people like it. Like I totally understand that. that. Interesting. Interesting. I would like to explore that dynamic <laughs> because it is my favorite record. Okay. Well, outside of the new one, I should say, the new one. Uh, few has become more of my favorite outside of that but leading up to it definitely uh suck on the poison was my favorite and so i feel it was your heaviest but i also feel like it was just um i guess angrier and shit like that too yeah we got a little bit of real world experience in between i am hollywood and that one like i'm hollywood we were just teenagers at home in wellington north carolina and you don't and then also two years of touring where you're just worn out and Want to write something angry, I guess, but it's... yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm fine with with you know anybody likes the record for whatever it is. My my um, I don't know. I I would always say like yeah, the the last thing's the thing. I think any art artist would say the last thing that we made is the best thing that we've made. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I see the values of suck out the poison now. And it was, the record was the color of it. Everything was muted. You know, everything was like a dull, um, like, look for the imagery. And the the record was just the opposite. It was just like grit and like, mm-hmm. yeah. It was, I mean, I, I dig some songs on that record. But, <laughs> yeah. I, but I'm also at the same time, I'm like, it's this very on-the-nose Southern rock sound that I think we were better than. And that kind of, I, I think, shows... Hey, it hates you would be my favorite. Really? Maybe still to the. I mean, I believe that's our color in the shape. You know? Okay, interesting. Like, I would agree. Like we, like we'll never come back from the, uh, that. I mean, sure, we'll make great records, and I feel like our uh, the record that isn't even out yet is a great record, but I, I think the color in or the color in the shape. <laughs> that's I think that's the, nice. Uh, uh, I think that it hates you is the like the pivotal moment in our careers where we were like, Oh, we, this is the band we've always wanted to be, you know, before that it was, a, it was just us riding the snake, so to speak, you know, just figuring yeah. out what we were doing. But you also don't get a lot of time to write these records when you're on it, when you're playing the game musically, you know, mm-hmm. like you, well, we had a little bit more time with it. Hate you. And I think that's why it kind of, Oh yeah. hits harder with us. Cause we kind of took a break and did it. Not all at once. We like record or wrote like four songs and went and recorded it for two weeks and then took a little break and then wrote four more. So it wasn't like everything all at once. So we got a little more time to think about exactly what we wanted to do and how we wanted it to sound instead of being rushed by like, you know, the deadline of getting into the studio right. and you only got a month and you got to do it. We kind of did it at our own leisure, which made it a. Uh... We also were at a <clears throat> hotel like. Like had to move hotels for a little while. We wanted to be on with the, suck on out the, poison. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm with, saying, yeah. I'm saying, like we wanted to be on the East Coast, and <clears throat> we ended up being like making it on the West Coast because Steve Evans had moved, mm-hmm. and we were like the first band in this little studio space. It was like, you know, do you pull the door? Do you push the door? Like, he didn't even know. <laughs> right. You know, it was like his first time. Just in testing there. it all out, and we. uh yeah, it was it was a just a trying time. We'd been on the road for two years, and we we flew to L.A. Our 
we were at a place with like not even a refrigerator at first. We're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna be here for. We're at like a Howard probably. Johnson. With <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably gonna need to find a place to keep something cold because I really don't want to eat Arby's right. every day. Yeah, right, you know. Well, that worked out eventually, but it yeah, still was it you're so it. far it was... away from home. The way that we've done every record since Suck Out the Poison, we've been at least you know two hours away from home, so we could. If you're not the one that's actually recording, you can go home and see your friends and family and everything. Yeah, that was like two months of being away from everything that makes you comfortable. So right. What so, was the sorry? Didn't mean to no, it's okay. It's just that's why, like, to us, I believe that it hates you not only sonically but just because what we remember when we record albums is like the experience of recording that album. Mm-hmm. So I think that that plays into also. And I don't hate suck out the poison. I like it, but it's like one of the least favorites of mine just because of that, because of the experience of the process. Right, right, right. You know, not the content of the record. I get you, I get yeah. you. Interesting. That is, uh, <clears throat> that's interesting. I guess kind of answers my next question, what, like, made it musically so different, because it, it wasn't as heavy. As, there were a ton of variables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in every album that we've put out, there have been a ton of variables. I think our... Gotta get the closer to that. I think our, uh, our variables of just... There's some. There's always a speed bump before or after, or right around. There's something's happening, and you know it shows in in the music. I think at the time, you know, um, I don't know. I think in that one, it was just a strange time for us, sophomore record or whatever. You know, it's like it's always just a weird, weird like growth period. I guess. Yeah. Well, we like I said, we had never done a national tour. Matt, Matt said Matt told me a story the other night, and we might be getting in trouble over this one. But please, then don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had we had friends that were okay. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. We had our, we we basically were like young and dumb and just like Bleh, and we had uh, we had friends that were in the porn industry and they came over to the apartment. Hi, mom. Staying at. Hey, mom. (laughs) And no, but we were, we were, we were good, and nothing happened, and we were just like, we're the biggest losers. Like like, like we sit around on a balcony and just like, I guess I'm going to bed. Like I don't know. They had talked about peeing on each other, so I guess we were both grossed out. I don't remember that, but that's fine. No recollection of of the urination. Mm. Well, it it happened. This that was probably after I went to sleep. Sure, we've seen it at one point. Narcolepsy another. always sets in around that time. Yeah. <laughs> Narcolepsy sets in. Right now? Yeah. Speaking of being comfortable, are you comfortable? I know you're in an awkward this position. This is a nice, this is a very nice guy. No, I'm just this, saying it's an, awkward, this, like, it's an awkward situation with the lean back. Like, sitting, you just got to you know, get closer to your microphone. I can't hear you. a little higher. I also have to get real close to this mic. Yeah, I, I feel you. Like, like you remember when you were little and you like wanted to eat pizza on the couch and like, or like eat dinner without mm-hmm. the couch, and you but you have to be back. this close yep. in order to get to your meal. You can't take a break and like no. stare at it for a minute. No, no. So the last album was crowdsourced. Was that the Dude, first time? Was yeah, the first time. Yeah, was that the first time? Yeah, How all your fans? Yeah probably hated that <laughs> well well yeah we didn't we we weren't on a contract of a label and it just kind of made sense to instead of trying to get with a new label first and then work out a recording contract it seemed like it'd be easier i mean we we've 
fought with ourselves whether we actually wanted to do that or not. It was a tough decision. Yeah. Yeah. But I well, think that the proof is in the pudding, like our fans got behind us and funded well, that it was record. Like, it and, was, a lot of people looked at it like it's like saying fuck you to this DIY culture. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, this literally is a DIY thing to do. And, you know, we asked for an amount of money that was nominal to, to what we had before. We basically, to the T, marked it out to where it was the like a record label would pay for yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, all the well, everything was there <clears throat> dotted the t's across the eyes and also is like it, it's different than i think that crowdfunding has a stigma of like people just give you money and you take it and then you use it to do like there were it's pretty much what a pre-order yeah. is right but before right. the album was actually even recorded so we no did. i think it's a good i think it's great yeah you know when, yeah. when people it made us it. feel great that our fans got behind us and because if we that we That's, made we made the campaign like if we exactly. didn't reach our mark we got nothing and right all the money got returned so it was like if our fans want it we'll get it and then we'll do a record and if no one cares then it doesn't happen right you, you know, know so. we i i all or nothing kind of yeah, all yeah. the time about like was it cool <clears throat> are you crowdsourcing the next one you know crowdfunding the next one and i i think that it's really cool for bands that like I do think bands should do it. Would I do it again? I don't think I would do another one. I think we learned a lot. We worked harder than we ever have over that. There's a that lot time. of red tape involved that we yeah. didn't know about. <laughs> and, and we, you know, we were on pins and needles until the 30 days were up. Like, and well, I mean, we we made our mark a little before that, but yeah, the anticipation to prove, our, prove it to ourselves mm-hmm. as much as anything else. You know, like, yeah. That according was, to according so, to Wikipedia, you guys. Uh, was it said 124 percent of your yeah goal Uh, that's cool that was a good feeling to know that our fans were behind us and wanted a new record and like i said if no one cared then be like all right Right. well we're done i feel like (laughs) that's that's probably the scariest part for bands that potential rejection yeah what do you do if you don't meet that goal do you hang it up or what you know exactly yeah i mean that's a lot of fear involved for sure um, just because now he's saying the fear of rejection if you don't meet your mark and everything like that with the crowdsourcing. Oh yeah, it must yeah. be scary for those bands too. It was a, it was a, it was nerve wracking. But like the second that it happened, it was like, well, we owe this to fans now. It's it's owed, and we were allowed given the opportunity to be to work so closely with not only our fans but the people that were making like rad shit for us. What they were they were in there. Like talking to them, emailing them, like all the perks for this, right? And campaign. even speed bumps that happened with that, it, it allowed us to like start a street team to like really try and push ourselves to stay connected with fans that are like diehard, you know. And mm-hmm. you meet those people and they want to do something for you, you know. And it does, it did bring a sense of community back to us because our band has always been lumped into these strange categories. And when we finally, when <laughs> yeah, we finally just took a took like a charge of of our brand i guess you know and just made it more about what we were interested in was was protest the hero's success with their um you know uh well-known campaign a factor at all is that something you look towards and you're like damn uh no actually i watched that that whole thing with protest the hero i watched it and i was like so whatever we do, I don't want it to seem like that. I mean, no, sh- no, I'm not talking <laughs> shit, but I just, 
you know, they made it kind of funny and it's like, we'll have a pizza party and there's like a silliness behind it. And I yeah. just, I wanted to, to make sure that it was like, cause I mulled this over for a long time. I, I like did not think it was cool. Did not. And I had to bring myself to these terms of like, well, is this anti-establishment or is this just going with the flow of what happens these days? And That's interesting. I feel like as an artist, you might be more open to it just because it would be crowdsourced and it would be like a fan base type For thing. Sure. So that... And we still talk about the band camp yeah. situation and how awesome that is. And, you know, I think we were at a level to where we had to prove it to ourselves. And I watched everything like the protest hero thing was cool, but I, the hokiness behind it was what I wanted to leave out. And I wanted it to really be like, like, you know, because people, people show up to have a fucking pizza party with us. They're going to be bored as shit, you know? Right, it's like, not as, like, captivating as it might sound. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's like, oh, and, and have, then I'm, then I'm wondering pizza. the kind of one, there's going to be one dude right. that comes that wants the pizza, you know? He's yeah. like, I came to eat pizza, and I was like, well, I'm, I'm a vegan, but I eat vegan cheese. It's like, it's all, the, mo- the most disappointing fucking pizza. And then, <laughs> or you know, having to be cheesy just to play it up because it is like no, a No, I mean, it, it, and there, there was a lot of stuff like that. And watching it all, I was just like, oh, this is, this is really stupid. But then it's like, you, there's stuff that's, that's changing the world. There's mm-hmm. like, there's right, like right, right. robotics and shit. That's right, being, there's crowdsourcing for everything. Yeah, yeah. Kickstarter that like, okay, let this, let this genius have a patent. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, I think it was like, is this lame to do or not? You know, like, is this, is this a lame request as a band going, Hey, basically you prepay for our music and then we get to do a record. But I think the seeing bands that were successful at doing it did give us the idea that it could work and, Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't be looked at as like cheesy or, or, uh, not not cheap. Yeah. 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 Really. And I mean, which is, the definition of what it was, but, but, but because we had a project that we couldn't find, right. like fund. So I think that in like, that's what would make you go, Oh, this is kind of lame. But then it's like, yeah, we could go do a fucking DIY record. that's going to tank and just like make it for $500 or we can demand the money from our record label, not get it and say, fuck it, let's raise it ourselves. And like, that's on, that's being an entrepreneur. And I, I think that, basically it's kind of like the way everybody does pre-orders. I mean, you know, you have to put out a pre-order. Right. You're putting out a pre-order, basically buying a thing, you know, we'll do a pre-order for to get a little bit ahead everybody of time. Does that. Yeah. You know, you just want to get behind how many you need to make and mm-hmm. yada, yada. It's, it's all boring stuff to talk about really. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we our our last interview was with Franz from Attila and um, they, after releasing with, all the records with labels, this last one they did on their own independently. It wasn't crowdsourced. Uh, I guess they, you know, foot the bill, footed the bill for everything. But I, I had asked him, um, you know, what he missed. Uh, you guys had, not, what he missed not having a label. And you guys had released material with, um, you know, Solid State Records and Tragic Hero Records. I guess even Tribunal way back in the day. Yeah. Um, so what did you miss? Um I, I obviously you had to do a ton of work. I guess you had to send out all the CDs yourselves. I mean, were well, you guys like sitting no. around a table with eight thousand envelopes? Yeah, there, or there were there were there was a, a bit of that. But I think what, what we missed is what we kind of did with the release and teaming up with Spine Farm, the distribution of everything. Like, yeah, there was yeah. a there's amount an amount of like 
publicity that you can't reach. There's a bit of like, mm-hmm. you know, marketing. Yeah, that, all know, the little like, tiny things that come along with it that you that a, that a band at home is not going to be able to do. I for one got everything kind of sent to my house, used as my address, and it was like a big. <laughs> Like big to do, overwhelming well, we, situation. We outsourced to we outsourced to so many people, but at the end of the day, when like we moved over, and Spine Farm was like, "Oh yeah, this this rules." Like, let us put it out for you. It's like we still have a big lump of money that that needs to like cover marketing and right. having a worldwide release, making sure things get in record stores. That's not going to happen with just four dudes, especially dudes <laughs> who smoke weed, you know, and like right. have girlfriends and have, you know, other lives in general. And, yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, I mean, the things that I, I think it's the same reason why a kid today would freak out about a record label, you know, after they've been grinding for so long and putting out their shit. Like those are the things they think about. They're not like, Oh, we're going on. I mean, some kids are the ones who haven't been out there actually playing and they know they're, they're not saying like, Oh, we're going out with Metallica or whatever. They're mainly like our CD is going to be at inter local record store here, you know, we're going to press vinyl. Like I, I, at least I hope that's what kids are excited about. If if we were planning, you know, we would have like factored that into the budget of crowdfunding, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) But I mean, no, it was wrong. New, kids, n- we still are kids when it comes to those. It was new to us, and we, yeah, well, it's yeah. also kind something of you'll think, of, think yeah, about in the yeah, long yeah, run. Yeah. You're just thinking Marketing about making, really, the, yeah, making yeah. the music and, and, and giving it's it out. It's like, oh, wait, we have to do all that stuff too. That's yeah. interesting. So, um, what, speaking of the next step, obviously, you said you have white a new record bat. coming out. Yeah. yeah. So, um, who, who are you working with on that? Is, is it coming through Spine Farm again? It's Spine Farm. Yeah, it's finished. We're like ready to. We're ready to just like leak it on our own. But, uh, oh, nice, <laughs> nice. No, it's through Spine. So who, it's through Spine Farm, and uh, it's who pro- who produced your new record? We uh, all went around to yeah, but this uh, for the same dudes basically for vocals and like guitar and bass. We same dudes: Al, Jacob, and Mitch Marlowe. Uh, drums. We went with Matt Goldman because our new drummer Jesse. He's done a lot of records with him and knew the room. Uh, the studio that he worked at and really wanted to get that tone uh, that he's always gotten on any record he's played with or on. <clears throat> but yeah, we, we like to keep Mitch and Al involved in pretty much everything we do since it hates you. Yeah. They've been cool. They're like our, our Phil Spector. They, right? they just know, they just know what we're going <laughs> to come in with and then they go, Wow, that's stupid, but I love it because that's well, that's homies, what you guys that, do. Mitch played guitar for us yeah. for a long time, and uh, nice on the hitting the clock. <laughs> oh yeah, hit the hit the badass. Old so it's like you, See, you said right. the place wasn't haunted, but now that the clock's been bumped into, shit's yeah. gonna start getting wild. Now it's weird. Here. But it's like with Mitch and Al, it's like there's not that figuring out process of like working with a new guy or figuring out quirks of a producer, or how they're how they work, and how the process is gonna go. We already. Since we've been doing it with them for 10 years, we already know exactly what we're going to get whenever we go in there, and they know how to work with us. So it just kind of works that way. So you guys all record separately and and whatnot with different producers, you said? Yeah, I mean, we we have a a studio back home where we rehearse, and just like that's our home base. But then when we record, we we go up to to Chapel Hills like two hours, Mm -hmm. and uh, 
<clears throat> Goldman, Goldman, I don't know where he went. Jesse. I think he moved to Memphis, but yeah, he was in Atlanta. So like around. we recorded the drums and we're all there, but like we do scratch tracks and then interesting, and oh, then yeah. move to Chapel Hill and we're all there. But then you know Adam does his guitars, I do my bass, and then Skyler flew. I've to done LA. vocals there for a couple records, yeah. but, I, but this I record like to go to Mitch's out in L.A. and work with Mitch. And of like, course, we didn't all go there because yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when can uh, when can he as legend fans expect uh, this record to actually be available soon? June. Soon. Soon. Is it going to be ready by the time you guys uh, tour this spring? Um, we're going to drop some more singles, I think, um, yeah. coming up real quick. But I, I think we're uh, – I mean, I don't know when this airs. It'll, it might be announced or not. But we're, you know, June, July, June-ish. Okay. I'd like it to be in the summertime. Festival season? That kind of, summertime that kind vibe. of place and vibe, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that would be um, – that was fun. I mean, you know, that was – we were the – Low man on the totem pole for all those, but festivals are. Yeah, we uh, we um, had to catch you early, early at at uh, Rockville. Yeah. It was like a yeah. twelve thirty situation, and I really hate that. Yeah, I mean, I he might not. I, he might not hate it, but I really hate playing oh, outside I don't, I don't like during playing. the middle of the I like day. Seeing Rob's well, yeah, that's awesome. But I, it's that's like my right. worst. Yeah, those are, case that's also like hours later. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. my worst so case scenario. Yeah, it's true. You get to. Not as hair hair the dog is. So yeah, I mean it's it is it is a drag going and like doing all the things, especially if you're if you like don't have a crew and we're like setting up our own gear and moving shit around. But that's you know we're still in front of twenty thousand people or whatever. Oh, the like, experience is worth it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's I'm crazy. just not having a fun time until Nobody's we get done. <laughs> yeah, and I get to walk around and see other yeah, bands. Yeah, yeah, until the sun goes Speak. down. We should you should never play a show. While the sun's still up, unless you're yeah. like Greta Van Fleet or whatever. <laughs> they should be forced to play at 3 o'clock all the time. Everything hey, they ever do. Not a big yeah. fan? I didn't say that. They just you don't like Led Zeppelin too? I love Led Zeppelin. I'm pretty sure Led Zeppelin <laughs> played a whole lot at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. They People were fucking probably, loving yeah. it. They're a daytime kind of sound. <laughs> Aren't they? They're not a nighttime vibe. I really haven't right listened to I, I only haven't hear the couple songs. I only know that they're like Led Zeppelin. No, he's sound. talking about Led Zeppelin. Or are you still? Both of them. Okay. Yeah. No. That is a daytime daytime vibe. If you, if you don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> that is a daytime vibe. You're partying. You're not yeah, like. I can see it. It's not as heavy, heavy. Yeah, yeah. Kind of having fun dancing in the grass. You know? vibe. Yeah, yeah. Deftones are nighttime, are nighttime vibe. vibe. Are you looking forward to the new heavier oh, White yeah. Pony they're, album? They're our favorite. They're our favorite band ever. Really? Is that a big influence on He Is Legend sound? He Is Legend's favorite band collectively, I think. Uh, yeah, it used to be Pantera. I don't know why you're saying that, but that's fine. I have a question for you about their. What <laughs> I'm just kidding. Deftones well, is yeah, widely probably like, with all well received <laughs> from every yeah. band member. We Pantera love that band too. But I don't really. Huh? I haven't been listening to them that much yeah. lately. Yeah. In my old age. <laughs> <laughs> JP and I were talking about the best Deftone album literally before you guys came over here, oh, yeah. so that's, not, that's interesting. But what is uh, what's the band's collectively best Deftone album? Uh, we're all over the yeah. We would be uh, yeah. Adrenaline is a masterpiece. White I think Pony is a masterpiece. I love Around the Fur and White Pony, but I also Around like, the Fur is a masterpiece. I also like the what what's it called the newer one? Koi, Gore, Koi, whatever. No the. Uh, gore is the new 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 yeah oh, wait, wait 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 uh one. it's before that diamondize it's, it's like a uh it's a diamondize that one that one's old that one's yeah it's like 2010 yeah i think i think that's my favorite one i told him i think it's her past white pony for me oh yeah really 
Yeah. Right? I, I, mean, I might agree with that. I, I might get some hate for that one, but yeah. no way. I mean, I they mean, just they're solid. All they don't put out bad records. No, I mean that's one I can also don't. listen to all the way through. And yeah, like you even, put a vinyl on. I even didn't like gore that much, <clears throat> but I, then I listened to it again and I was like, "Oh, this rules!" Like, yeah, it's you had to treat yeah. it like one of our albums where you have to listen to it. Grows on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are the best kind of albums. Sticks. They the ones are. You get they into are. right away. You know, they're the ones you get sick of. The yeah. ones that take a while to get into. Those are the ones that really have a lasting appreciation for. Agreed. So. I, I hope that's what White Bat does. I think it's going to take like more than one listen for people to really understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, we hear that a lot from people. They're like, hey, it took me like a year to get into that record because first I was like, eh. <laughs> but then I listened to it again. Well, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. One, two listens, that's, that's pop music. And that's yeah. why that shit is so shallow. Yeah, that's awesome. It's catchy, but 10 minutes later, you're like, damn. Yeah, something that's easy to understand right off the bat. That's cool, but... I dig pop. That's not... Yeah, we all dig pop music and stuff, but like, that's not the band you, we are. You know what, though? Pop music officially digs you. Yeah. Right? As of yeah. today. Yeah, Demi Lovato or whatever yeah, was jamming right. out to I Am Hollywood earlier yeah. today. It looked like she was in an Uber and she's probably right? getting bummed out. <laughs> you know what really probably happened? Is she got in this Uber and she puts that, that good morning meme on there. Right. like. Because we used to have a joke in the morning. Adam used to get, when Adam would drive. Like Adam, oh, for context, just. Oh, yeah. Just for context, what happened? Explain. You explain. Okay. What happened to you? Well, we well Jesse, we get in the car and he's like, we're getting ready to leave. Um, maybe Tallahassee. Like, yeah, Tallahassee. So we're at a Waffle House and shout Jesse pops House. up. Yeah, shot at Waffle House. Uh, Jesse pops up and he's like, Demi Lovato just tweeted, just, uh, oh, shit. Uh, Demi Lovato is riding around Hollywood listening to I Am Hollywood right now. And she just put it on her Instagram. And I was like, who? And then it was like, where? and then we're like all looking. And then Matt found it. And we see it. And it looks like she's in the back of an Uber. Like saying good morning. When like she's being driven around. in on I Am Hollywood, which is a passive. Like, no, because she also uh, put on her story like she was listening to Devil Wears Prada, Prada and Maylene and Bring Me the Horizon. She was doing there. it. Like she was. She said something about like some kind of like um, throwback, throwback Monday. Yeah, yeah. Right. I heard okay. someone because I I tweeted that she might not then, be faking the funk. You know, she, no, right? she's not. I tweeted Man, I tweeted that because you know I want likes and stuff and that's <laughs> important that's important day. now yeah and how long ago was how long ago was, was the Demi Lovato thing it was this today. morning it's on her yeah. story right now on her yeah Instagram and story. like my tweet like blew up and hard. some kid was like oh no she like apparently I don't know this because I don't know why I would <laughs> but. Apparently, she was a fan of like really heavy music when she was younger. I yeah, that. I bet years ago, she she shouted out like "Job for a Cowboy" on oh, shit. like a late, a late yeah. night talk show or something. Interesting. All right. That's crazy. <laughs> so that was that organic. She was doing time. that, and that's cool. Thank you. I heard they were kind of like thinking stuff? about coming about. I think they're thinking about doing something. They're thinking about doing it. All right. I, I, I don't know. Alex may know about it. He may have seen "Job for a Cowboy" come through the news. They come through the news ever, Alex. Job for I'm a cowboy. Being, I'm what? being that guy that's on his phone, but job for a cowboy. What? Are they doing anything these days? Do you know anything about that? Oh, I. You know what? I have heard crickets as uh, far as other than yeah. other than their you know their old drummer doing shit. Um, <laughs> I've heard nothing. I don't know what's going on with them, frankly. No telling. So I mean, bands, bands just you know sometimes they stop for a little while. Of course, I just thought they were coming back with, with a crowdsourcing type situation, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I could be misquoting my own. Speaking self. of which. You guys stopped, uh, was it like 2009 to 
2011 or something something like that yeah we were all so what what was what was that about being burnt out yeah we were we were just like Taking a break done the with road. the scene man it was a yeah. dead scene we went on we went out with a drop dead gorgeous or something and in the middle of that tour it was just like we had a talk and we were like is this really fun i mean we really and it, again it has to do with us just <laughs> we did too much too quick yeah like i think just being a different well, you guys than what we wanted you know um, yeah no that makes sense i but think then that's we wrote the way it to hates you Right? Didn't that happen? No, we, we wrote and started recording that in 2008. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. okay, okay, okay. I did. I went on to do, like, some behind-the-scenes film work, like, working in the art department. And then, you know, I mean, we, none of us ever said, like, hey, let's break up. But we were, we were like, yeah. And like Steve wanted to go back to school. Yeah, and Steve that. wanted to go to school. We were Life kind of happened. Yeah, do, like, be weekend warriors or whatever, you know. And uh, I, I remember, uh, this is years ago, obviously, probably around that time period, I uh, was living in Tampa, and you guys were playing, I think, one of your first shows back. Yeah. And you, it was mm-hmm. like at a bar. I think maybe you might have worked at it. was like kind of a garage situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, did, we, we, played, we played a show at, on Halloween at the bar. Oh, like, yeah. One of the first couple of years. Uh, that. that show was too lit. I, I mean, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. We'll never play there again. I mean, I, <laughs> I still work at that bar, but it's like... All right, now we know what kind of music we can't have yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You know? I can't. I we're mean, loud. Like, I mean, we're a loud band. From the opening, from the opening go, it was just like nuts. Yeah, it was nuts. In Wilmington, yeah. Yeah, there, I think. Yeah. Is that what you were talking about? Yeah, yeah the that show. show. No, yeah, the uh, fire marshal got called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody <laughs> was standing on the bar. And I mean, it was worth definitely. Co- I drove from Tampa. Up yeah, yeah. It. Exactly. it was definitely worth. I'm it. glad you came to that. That's cool. <laughs> See, Not like that. Worth. That was like a reunion, but that was like. Not even well, maybe a year since we got off that drop dead gorgeous tour and like didn't do much. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure that, what so. the what the out. Well, I mean, like as a fan, I should just mm-hmm. say as a fan, uh, I didn't know when I would be able to catch right. that again. So I just mm-hmm. came up for yeah, it. And yeah. then that's cool. I saw that you guys were starting to drop do ice stuff. All over your floor. Oh, you're all good. Well, when when you know Steve went to school and and we wanted to do more like full time touring and um, that's when we when we met Sam and Sarah, Matt brought Sam in and then we started, you know, just kind of gearing up to write a new record. Mm-hmm. And, um, so Sam was touring with us during that and that just kind of gave us the spark to get back on the road and start rolling. And, um, yeah, I mean, we never wanted to not have fun on tour. <laughs> I mean, what you want to do on tour is have fun, All right. but we just weren't having fun. It was like a different kind of crowd. And you just get burned out. You don't know if like, yeah, you're doing done, anything, you know, making any headway, or getting anywhere. In, and I was, it. I was never done like playing. Obviously, we, me and, I mean, me and Matt and Adam have been in, you know, been. It's not like we totally time. separated and never saw each other. I think Literally Steve and Adam were had like a like a storage room that they still played together in that whole time, and I was obviously hanging out with Skylar all the time. I, you know, we just needed a little break. It wasn't like a this band is done. I think we the three of us, me, Adam, and Skylar, have always said as long as we're alive. That's what the social media will tell there, you when you. There's when a possibility of us still doing something like we're. The global elite. Yeah, it just got to be a rumor that we were. Yeah. On you know on an indefinite hiatus or broken up, we never even had that conversation. Well, the second that so. that rumor goes around, I, I probably so started. You probably, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking yeah, I probably second, got it. that goes down though, here. then you don't get you don't get tours anymore. Like if you say you like if anybody thinks there's turmoil or anything, it's like okay, well I heard they were done. Okay, yeah, well, don't book them. Yeah, it might yeah, it might hurt the them, bottom line. Do, yeah, and we've learned that over time. It's like it's like now now I think with with how many records since then like three. And four, like coming up four, a few. 
we like have been proven our worth and also like do i i think we're with jesse in the mix now is like having the little little baby steve this little baby in. steve he looks just like steve they're good friends he plays like steve plays like steve hits like an animal yeah that's what and so we, yeah we, we i mean we've we've been doing this now probably played more than we did back then by now maybe I don't I don't know. you guys are good to go then then yeah we're having a great you heard time it, you heard it here folks these legend is sitting by the phone waiting <laughs> for your call give me a big bands. give me a shot call them up when he, speaking of which, he is legend Sure, I'm sure you're going still somewhere on the internet. Oh yeah, for sure. I've had the same number the whole time. Yeah. If you got it, call me. Just DM him on Instagram. Hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Anybody. I got one of those. Yeah. I got everyone's two of got those. Yeah, he doesn't have Facebook, but, uh, so if you see him on Facebook, that is that not ain't me real. on Facebook, man. No, that ain't me. You guys are going on a tour with the damn things, right? Yeah, yeah we are. Mm, we are. So how did that? How'd that happen? Um. I I texted Keith and said, "Hey, like help me help me get on that tour." And hey. He's like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." I mean, I don't know how it happened, how it really came to fruition. He could probably pull some strings. That is kind <laughs> maybe. Of what yeah. I, did. I mean, I did text him and yeah. say, "Hey, hey, I want to be not on that not tour to beg you. or anything like that, but yeah. it would be cool, yeah. cough cough." Hey, we yeah, have a tour I mean, together. They're a badass band. If they're gonna do a tour, how many are they gonna do? Like, how much you know, time so, are they gonna do? A whole lot of them. My question I is: I know you're. Are you playing on the first date? No, no, no California. No, 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 no. I thought, he, I thought oh, no, the first date is here. Yeah, we're we're not doing See, that. We festival. played Rockville last year. So yeah, so it's there's like that. They, don't, they do the two year, one year. Yeah, one year, oh, really? one year. Off, maybe yeah. when we drop some more songs, it might be like if we were Uber Ooh. super popping off. Maybe we could get a yeah, slot. Start but. popping. Start popping with don't worry. these new songs. Demi will take care of that shit. Yeah, Demi already did. I'm sure you got a couple followers off that. Yeah, give me a. Give me a I didn't follow, see, and that's baby. the thing on Twitter. I got Hit like me back, baby. 500 like how old is Demi Lovato in general? Retweeting and no actual She's followers kind of, from it. How old is Demi Lovato? Mid twenties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how old was she when I Am Hollywood even came out? You she know, was so right eleven, <laughs> like eleven. She was definitely the right age. Eleven. You, that was fifteen years than... ago. Yeah. Yeah. She is a little. She wasn't even a teenager. So reaching back to that record, I have a I have a question. The answer is seven. Yeah, you you have an ongoing um, you have an ongoing kind of themed song, China White. Mm. What's the uh, what's the situation with the China White saga? Spill the beans, bro. Because obviously Finally. now it's interesting the because the third the third part of it is on the favorite record of yours. So now I'm really interested to to hear. Well, there's a there's a there's a song on almost all the records about yeah. that. Story. Heavy fruit, right? Is heavy about, fruit yeah. is the heavy song, fruit. Heavy the fruit. songwriting, like the lyrics are all kind of in that universe it was just a story i had when i was when we were super young and then i turned the story into it like i wanted to be i i fancied myself a writer and like i wanted to start writing screenplays but i'd always loved this this idea of the story that was like the gardener and then i just started making songs about it and so exp- i so, uh, I mean, I don't want to get. I don't want to make. Well, you think I'm, you, I've been because if you explain, well, it's like magic. If you explain it, then the trick it's is not even like that. I've been working on on a like trying to put together a graphic novel like that explains all of the things and mm-hmm. where they go. And I recently started watercoloring. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead and type watercoloring into the comment section. I I like um, I love watercolor, so yeah. No, I that's understand. cool. I I dig it. I like Marilyn Manson watercolors. I thought that was pretty cool and i looked at his and i was like oh that looks sick i just like how muted it is and so yeah there's there's like um the last song on heavy fruits about 
that also the song heavy fruit is about that and um the last song on few is about that uh the garden obviously interesting um, yeah then uh there's a song on white bat that kind of like doesn't wrap it up <laughs> but it's kind of like it could i don't know that's how comic it's kind of like a it's kind of like a coheed type situation huh? where, where, where they kind of like mimic make their their music to his kind of like graphic novel well yeah i mean i like that yeah and like guar and ghoul they all did that shit too i mean they have like comic books to cool like go along with their music but i, yeah. I think that's cool did, did you guys hear that skylar from he is legend is in the water colors that's so gay <laughs> yeah sorry i'm just Tweet being it. a commenter Tweet so it. you guys can get ready for it oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I wish I was better or like had more time to do it. But I, when I do, I've I did I did one for this this new record. Actually, Matt, do you mind grabbing me a beer? Yeah. Sorry. Can y'all talk know. shit about me while I go pee? Real go quick? ahead. Yeah. Is yeah. That all right. Interesting. Well, yeah. Yeah. We got Jesse's saying that uh, there's only one more band. Only one more band, and then we have to go. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah, we're coming up close to it anyway. All right. Well, there I, you go, I, boss. I cannot pee. Well, no, you good. You're good. You're I good. have to pee too. So yeah, we'll when y'all wants to go, together. we'll just get to the end of this road, and then we'll. I mean, we have about like twenty-ish minutes. If you can, twenty minutes. I don't, I don't know, know if we. I can you, catch it off. You got that? I don't know. All right. Well, I want to. I want to ask you, dudes, um, about. You know, I was looking over some, the years of tours you guys did, and it seems like you've, toured with such a strange array of bands guar non-point kill switch engaged between the buried and me what what do you think it is about you guys that you sort of fit in all these um you know categories at least enough so that you can tour with these bands or were those tours horrible and you felt out of place oh no no never out of place i i think it's i think we're at least we, we 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 like to think that we're adaptable <laughs> like we have enough different kind of songs that you put us on any tour and we can kind of fit in. But bands uh, like us. Bands do like us. But I think you are a band's band for sure. I think you're a band's band. We're a band's band. Why? You guys seem like such dicks. Yeah. Watercoloring and <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, why? Well, like, I, I know. I, I like I like bands. Bands like me. <laughs> I like. You know I'm saying we we never feel music. we never feel out of place because we can kind of get close. I guess you shouldn't because get close. Wikipedia to says. Sorry, no, Wikipedia cool. says your your genre is hard rock, alternative metal, stoner rock, psychedelic rock, sludge metal, and southern rock. Yeah, I saw so that I long that, list earlier. You could call it rock and that roll. Co- that covers yeah. a lot of bases. <laughs> yeah, you could say rock and roll. Yeah, I works. think it is rock. You know, it is interesting <laughs> that you say like the now that I know the Gardner character is a thing because mm-hmm. you're from uh, North Carolina and Wilmington, well, right? And the that's kind of like yeah, scene. it's like a film capital. So that that actually. Yeah. Plays into a whole a whole lot of it. Yeah, I've worked on a few films. Uh, and you're very like, like I said earlier, Stevie Nicks-ish. You know what I'm saying? I love you know? that. Yeah. That's the best compliment. I've With ever the gotten. incense, he was doing He's incense. He's done coke out of my butthole once before. Stevie Nicks has done that. Stevie Nicks. Fleetwood Mac. What does that mean? Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac. No, I know who she is. I'm saying when you say you're that Stevie, I'm Stevie Nicks. Nicks. Well, he's kind of like a, never seen us live, man. Yeah, he's like oh, a character. True. He's a character on American Horror Story, almost. You know what I mean? Like Skyler's like kind that. of like American Horror Story. I'll character. take that. I, I, I yeah. Shout out to Wilmington and our all our friends and family. In a good family. way. I'm not. That's not a disrespectful quote. No, I know. I, I feel I'll very disrespectful. It's a part I, of. It's I, a part I, of your allure. Well, you think I would rather you tell me like. Fucking some dude I know. Bono. Yeah. No, I like. You're yeah. just like Stevie JP. Nicks is what I, I love that. 
don't love that. I, I want to. Hey, she wrote landslide. That's all that matters. Well, yeah. he came with his own, you know, uh, instance. He he brings it with with him. So you know, yeah, it's just very vibey. It's vibey. Yeah. Can't just have nothing. Gotta call you out about it. I carry around a, a, a man a satchel. It's European. All it's right? a man satchel. Yeah. Bum bag. It's <laughs> a all. bum bag. A couple of Seinfeld dudes will get it. It'll be funny. You know, Seinfeld yeah. came up in the last interview too. In the last interview, it well, should come it, up in with every it, with it, with Evergreen. They did. You would think they would bring up the Simpsons. They did. We oh, did. I'm sure. Yeah, obviously. Isn't that the name of their where they got the name of their band? Yep. That's where they live, right? Yeah, we That's solidified it last night, huh? All right, cool. we knocked it out of the park. I'm not gonna even tell you where we got he is legend from. Where isn't it a book? Morgue magazine. You, you just said you weren't going to tell. Uh, <laughs> it didn't take long, huh? No, just I, tell people it's it's the Will Smith movie. Yeah, it's the Will Smith we, movie. We 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 get that. Like, oh, oh he is legend. Like, I'm legend. Like Will Smith movie. It's like, yeah. Well, now, sure, the Real Magazine's a, a Canadian horror mag. It's awesome. You can probably get it here. I used to get it in Wilmington, and mm-hmm. um, there was a. Uh, there was an article about Richard Matheson who wrote I Am Legend. He also did some Twilight Zone episodes. And the book I Am Legend, I guess the article was called He Is Legend. I was like, there's our band name right there. <laughs> stuck. Literally. It's for stuck. Those, but those, we, like, were, we, 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 were, we had way worse names that we yeah. were thinking of. It's, it's a good name. It's not, it's not Horse the Band, but it, it works. Yeah, Horse the Band is the best band. One I, think it's a ver- I think Horse the Band is a very descriptive band name. So you, Corn, you know you get. Corn is the best band name ever. Yeah, that's a good band name. So oh, what, hell yeah. What's the dream tour? Deftones, Slipknot, Metallica, Queens Corn. Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. Queens of the Stone Age. I mean, you've kind of done that artists. sometimes. So I'm sure some festival did uh, that. Playing that's on a, festival. Playing that's on a festival. fucking plywood stage in the parking lot doesn't mean I like <laughs> headbang. A mile away zombie. from where they're playing yeah, seven yeah. hours later. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I saw... Speaking I mean, of... We played with Ozzy Osbourne, if you want to get technical. It can go on the resume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah throw it in there. Maybe I'll get on that tour. <laughs> yeah. That last one, he's never Be- doing it again. Speaking but. of bands you guys toured with, uh, you know, you toured with Capsize, right? Oh yeah! Oh, oh no! You, oh, yeah, I guess you're going there. All right, no. All right. Oh no! Uh, yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. You gotta, uh, you gotta pay the bills. No comment. Shit. You gotta. <laughs> yeah, you, you. No, no, no comment is allowed. I'll just ask this: Was there any indication, you know, spending time with those guys, that anything like this would materialize down the road? Absolutely not. No. So, it, I don't you know. think that things like this are. Like you know, we could we could go for hours and talk about this and our 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 stance on like our band in general is just no assholes. You know, if you're an asshole, you can't stick around. Can't you know? Uh, for whatever reason, maybe you don't like the same food we like. Don't be an asshole about it. You know? Yeah. But I didn't notice that about anyone in Capsize when yeah. they were out with us. Granted. We were on tour with Norma Jean, very long drives. We see each other at a venue. We're not partying and hanging out. We're not right. sharing a hotel room. We're not texting back and forth. Yeah, we're all not. The time. Yeah, I'm, we're not memeing each other out all day. <laughs> but we have gotcha. we have good shows. You know, I had a good shows. I thought the dudes were cool, and I, you know, I at one point I was like, oh, it'd be cool to tour with them again. But yeah, other than that, I couldn't I couldn't tell you like whose name was what anymore. I don't know. Right. I don't, I smoke a lot of weed, man. I, you I keep know, it I'm, chill. I'm easy. I'm, I'm easy peasy, man. Yeah, I feel like though Never with that crazy. kind of situation, if you if you deem to step into the public eye, you have to be kind of aware 
Well, yeah, I mean, I how hypersensitive every, everything is. I think every good dude racked his brain when the Me Too movement came out and was yeah. like, "Oh fuck, did I? Have, yeah, have I, I ever? Been, <laughs> have I? Did I get oh, drunk and no, do was I? Something. I don't. Un- I, was I unknowingly? I'm sure I, yeah. a lot of it is unknowingly There's, for for people that are thinking. Well, the unknowing stuff, stuff is thinking. different than like a person who. I'm like not saying has, like unknowingly. I'm just saying like if you're thinking back. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like that's different than like a person who is specifically manipulated situations. Oh, hundred like, percent. Knowing that they're doing that. There's also like the level of sneakiness that has to be involved. Pretty I'm sure sneaky. is really high tech in any in any group. You know, like if there's something like greasy going on, it does your kind of suck. Though. don't even fucking yeah. know. You know, well, and it's also do, it's also kind of a lame situation too, where everything is screenshotted and there's a lot of like camaraderie between friends that is just also talk and can be misconstrued. More like camaraderie. Hey, <laughs> I'm sorry. But you know, and it can get misconstrued. Like everything can get misconstrued and context hey. is always taken out of order. Sure. Look I'm at, not defending anybody anything, but I'm yeah, not, like, yeah, I'm not we've all, to, if you've been in a band, you've I'm not had like band talk on that whole thing with Aziz and sorry, but I think that like he came out and was like it's a misunderstanding. I'm really awkward. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but I thought it was like one of those things where she was like, Oh yeah, no, he wasn't being weird. I don't know. I just, think well, the we, like, the, it was it. weird because the dude, you know, um, they, I guess somebody came forward, they, um, kicked him out more or less. And then he issued a statement saying, you know, he didn't realize that that, that was what he was doing. And then like two days later, all these people started accusing the singer, I think yeah. of, things and then it's like they took their facebook down they took their yeah. and uh, twitter account do, down man. so i'm not even sure yeah. what the hell happened well i think that uh, none i don't of think them, it's you for know, anybody yeah. yeah like you 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 kind of know what happened when somebody <laughs> disappears usually you know you get a lay low for something a crazy bit. fucking let yeah lay low but i mean look at the louis ck thing it's a, everything will blow over in time it's just like uh how bad is it will the how bad will it burn? And you know, I mean, where I, the pieces I, lay. I think there's a there's a level of rock and roll where it's like there's some grit and there's some there's some girls out there that we have been accosted by just mm-hmm. being rockers, you know, where people think you're just down to fuck some nasty dude. <laughs> like, like, look at those beards, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I saw him watercoloring over there in the corner. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah, he's got to be sensitive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've, I, we've had we've had women be inappropriate to us before. Can are we're not allowed? There's not a men's Me Too movement, and nobody's asking for one. I think there's a gray area that's not talked about about like the the mentality of like some rocker chicks. Yeah, I'm not. I I can't, I can't name one, but there are girls who are like down to fuck that are coming <laughs> at you, and you're just like, hold on, I'm I have a girlfriend. I'm cool. Like chill out, yeah. and then. Fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can say whatever she wants. Yeah, 100%. Well, I was reading something um, just the other day. It was one of the rock uh, Bob Left sets or one of those dudes, rock critics. And he said said, touring, uh, I guess the the fun of touring died when the smartphone, um, you know, came to pass. (laughs) Because I guess all that debauchery, you know, if you you ever read Hammer of the Gods, the the Zeppelin book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a classic, and that it just shit's um, fucked up. Though I mean, they're like it's a great book. I don't know and, how much of it's true. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. But um, you know, the shit that used to happen, I guess, in the '80s and the '90s, and even the early 2000s, because you know, people had phones, but right. <laughs> you could take like two pictures and they'd it's be crazy shitty. That we're the ones um, on the cusp of that that we've seen like 
pagers, fucking sidekicks. Everything, just go from zero to 100 in a second. I've seen it all. Yeah, you, I, I was thinking like early on tour, you were sidekicking, yeah. Bullshit. Dick oh, pics all over the dick oh, pics. That's when I the dick pics started. I got a sidekick full of dick pics. Hey, like, uh, isn't you and com and everything? That <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, like, you know, I, I remember that whole what was it shit called? story. I feel like Is a lot of hardcore up? bands were getting, like, publicly shamed earlier on. Oh, on is there, anyone yeah. up? Yeah. That was, that was, oh, uh, what that's that, like, uh, it's, uh, called revenge porn or whatever. Oh, yeah. They that's did, what started. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did it, like, a lot with rockers and stuff, but it was also, like, random people that people hooked up with it's kind of yeah sucked I, dudes were starting to use is anyone up to like promote themselves you yeah. know right yo here's you a picture of my 20 inch dick that, that got leaked it's Whoops, leaked it leaked lol from your phone yeah <laughs> yeah that, no pun intended winky face, face i think we need to yeah. kind of wrap it up yeah, right we yeah we got a okay. show to play all right. Well, we'll I appreciate it, it. No, yeah, no problem. Yeah, anytime. For us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you you come by. Obviously, uh, yeah, I'm down sh- south I'm here. Sleeping on the couch. All right. Yeah, you're more than welcome, we'll man. Come again by later. All right. Well, uh, thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank, thank yeah. you. No, thank for you're coming on welcome. the show. Thank you for having you. us and for having me interview you, kind yeah, of. Yeah. I'm in. I like it. I'll do All it again. Skyler, Matt, thank you very much. Alex. Yeah. You too. Just say. Just say. Fuck lamb goat. Fuck lamb goat. Fricks. Jesus. <laughs> Later. But yeah, no, I appreciate no, talking to you guys. You. Appreciate your time. Love, love you. Bye. 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 Let's go watercolor. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little, a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work, but we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love or want to love or hate yeah imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that that uh has impacted your life uh and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week so triangulate your speakers think about jumping off the bed singing along dancing like an idiot and listen to axe grind podcast